Yo, 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 we are back. Episode 31 of the Not The Same Podcast Bible Study. Miss Ward, how you doing, ma'am? Appreciate you sliding tonight. D, always good to see you there, sis. Good to see you. I saw you live in Living Color the other day. Good to see you, sis. Good to see you. Brother, what's good, man? How you doing, brother? I'm feeling real good, man. Look, you know, a couple of little projects getting done around this joint. Projects, yeah. Tired as that deal, but we gonna make it through, you know what I mean? No, no, no. Back of the eyelids, D always got our back, episode 31. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Now, no time for the eyelids today, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a couple of shades darker. Hey, look, man, but just Me on too, the lighter bro. note, I know that I know this is the Bible study. Yeah. But brother, like, I gotta start wearing a hat when I'm in the sun working, bro. I got sunburn on the top of my dome, bro. I got like a roasted peanut now. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, oh honey roasted, looking like the look. All I need is the mar- what's the little mar- magla or whatever that thing to go in your. <laughs> That's how my head feels. <laughs> Burn head, like- right? <laughs> looking Brother. like the honey roasted peanut man. As a side, before look- we get into the subject at hand, man, hey, I never, and I repeat, never walk outside without a hat on. Mainly because normally when I get to walk, it's about two or three. And the sun is right in my face. It be getting on my nerves. So I always wear a hat. And then I think about, because my hair is short, it's low right now, not too far from you. That that sun hit different on that plane. And I know you understand this because, you, you know, bald head. But, brother, brother, that sun hit different. Hey, that, boy, that mug is dark. Hey, that, just, you I hear thought me? You asked, hey, that look like you got a line. It look like I got a line in, cuz. I got to tell you, that look like a line. Hey, it may be the new boy, style. Hey, new boy, style. Look, look like I put on a spray on. No, hey, my D, guy. That, he said put some sunscreen on it, man. I'm going to have to. Man, yeah, I, I'm going to have to, bro. Just a touch of that mud. Like, ah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, bro. All right, man. So tonight we are talking about understanding reverence. Understanding reverence. I think it was one of our goals as doing Bible studies is, is to do Bible studies on some of the terms you always hear in church. You'd be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Be like, well, what that mean, though? You know what I mean? Or you yeah. kind of know what it mean? Or, you know, I've heard that maybe, you know what I'm saying? So I, I wanted to be able to dig into that. It's crazy the Lord had gave me something while you were doing your, not your, but when you was leading the Bible study last time, God gave me something I started. And then, uh, what? couple of days ago he threw audible football players know what that means right, he threw right, audible. Right. Nah, talk about this and that's the greatness of being led by the holy spirit you can just change on the fly and then he'll give it to you to handle the change because you know it may not be as much time as you and your natural mind would think you need but right, the holy right. spirit is su- such an awesome comforter and leader within you he can just give you whatever you need and lead you the right Damn. direction for what you needeth to uh, <laughs> finish it, <laughs> to start this uh, uh, Bible study. Right, right, but anyway, right. that being said, man, what we'll be digging into tonight is understanding reverence, understanding reverence. And the first thing we're going to go through is the definition. We will get a Webster's definition first. And the Brother, Webster de- Righteousness. Yeah, understanding righteousness. What did I say? Uh, 
reverence. We we this My is bad. not your song. This Under- is not your song, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this is understand- <laughs> hey, man. Understanding about to break righteousness. Into his <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. Excuse me. I had a whole album right. named Reverence. And my yeah. mind just slipped back to the album that came out like five years ago. Anyway, understanding righteousness. So the Webster's definition of righteousness is this. I got you, brother. You okay, ain't got go ahead, brother. I got, I got you, brother. My you bad, know what bro. I mean? Help us one to another. Yeah, Acting yeah. in accord with divine or moral law, free from guilt or sin, mm-hmm. morally right or justi- um, justifiable, a righteous decision, okay. arising from an outraged sense of justice or morality, righteous Indignation. Indignation. <laughs> My fault, bro. <laughs> right. So righteousness is, you know, like acting according to divine law. Or basically living holy. It's, it's another in this sense, it's kind of explaining living holy, right? In other words. All right. The next, the Webster's definition. I apologize for that last one, folks. It's just I remember going into um a Baptist church that said indignant praise, and that's what <laughs> that, that, that's what that's what got on got on me. All right, the biblical definition is a lot. I only put up two. There's more, but we're just going to go yeah, with two yeah. of them. Go ahead, brother. All right. Righteousness is an attribute that belongs to God. The lawgiver mm-hmm. and, and <clears throat> the lawgiver and is manifested in his laws. No man can be justified by his own works apart from God's ordinance. Therefore, mm-hmm. righteousness is a wonderful gift from God to humanity through his love. It is the God-given quality and put it imputed to man upon believing okay. in the Son okay. of God. P- <laughs> Purity Words. of heart. <laughs> and rectitude of life, um, come on, <laughs> conformity of heart and life to the divine law, righteousness as used in scripture and theology, in mm-hmm. which it is include, in which it is includes all we are just justice, honesty, virtue with holy affections. In short, it is true religion, not the clothing, not, brand. not the genes. Another way of saying righteousness is right standing, right. And mm-hmm. I can give you a, I paint you a picture. Uh, when you, when you are walking in righteousness, you are in right standing with God. And when you are right standing with God, it's not so much, although it includes the way you live and the way you operate and what I mean, your lifestyle, but it also includes your heavenly position. And the heavenly position is this, there's God. And in between you and God is Jesus. So when God sees you, he sees Jesus, right? That is the right standing, and you are in righteousness. You get into this position the moment you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. The very moment you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are in right standing with God. Do y'all right. do you understand what I'm saying? So I'm I'm asking, do you understand? Like like everybody gonna say, yeah, I get it. <laughs> anyway, you know, preach a hat, come on, sometime. But yeah, you are in right standing with God, and what the, and that is a great place because there's a lot of people that don't know Jesus and they are not in right standing, and they pray all they want to God, but without accepting their Son, those prayers are just going to the wall, to the to the back, you know, to the roof, coming back down. They're not going anywhere, and they're not being accepted because he sees us when you are in right standing or you in in righteousness or righteous. When God calls you righteous, you are in right standing with God, and he sees his son. He sees the blood of his son. And when I say the blood of his son, when Jesus died on the cross and rose again, his blood set us free because without right. the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. So we are seen as sinless, although we are very sinful, because he's seeing his spotless, clean son, and then we he's seeing Jesus, 
and then he see us. You get what I'm saying? Does that right, make sense? Right. It makes total sense. Um, I wanna I wanna say something, man, before we go on, because I need people to understand. If you're praying and you're yeah. not saved, we're not listen, we we what C said is it makes a lot of sense. If you've never said I accept Christ as my personal Lord and Savior, and you, yeah. you know, you've repented and accepted Jesus, and you pray every morning. I pray every morning, but they never mm-hmm. accepted Jesus. You're talking to yourself, and a lot All of right. people don't want to hear. A lot of people don't want to hear that. You know right. what I mean? But it's it, it's it's the truth. A lot of the stuff that we talk about on the Bible study, these are benefits of being in right standing, which mm-hmm. is righteousness. Go ahead, see. Nah, man, fully agreed. So. uh like as Rob said, these are some of the benefits. We're gonna get into the word. We are uh going to and our first we always have bullet points. Me and Rob, we both do that. We just bullet point type yeah. Bible study leaders. And the first thing we want to understand is walking in godly righteousness. So basically, how will we do this? Bible verses showing that righteousness is an action that by faith should come forth in our day-to-day lives. So we always continually have to walk in righteousness. Now, the right, the position of what I was speaking of, that never changes until you say, I denounce Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Then that's going to change. This walking in righteousness, that is just the day-to-day. Like they going, like if you heard scriptures say, from faith to faith to glory, glory. It's walking this thing out. So uh, it says Bible verses that showing that, Bible verses showing that righteousness is an action that by faith should come forth in our day-to-day lives and we'll be going to scriptures, 1 John 2.29, then 2 Timothy 2.22, Acts 10, uh, 34-35, and 1 Corinthians 15 and 34. I'm going to go to the first set of scriptures right now, and that's not it. But this is it right here. Uh, 29, Mr. Davis. All right. As if I you know that he is right. Okay, that's cool. Um, if you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who practiced righteousness also has been born of him. So this is this is going back to what we were just talking about, right? To be able to practice practice righteousness or practice uh uh living from that point of being accepted in his grace, you have to be accepted in his grace, right? This does in other words, your good works alone are not working. These good your good works matter when you've been saved, right? Right, but right. if you ain't been saved, them good works means absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Mm. Go ahead, bro. No, because there's some um there are some religion religious beliefs, and I won't put out the religious beliefs that they Please are, don't. but a I'm lot of times no, it's not yeah, no, I'm not. But a lot of times those who knock on doors, those who go two by two yeah, in yeah. you know, in certain outfits, they're working to try to get in or they're working to be in right standing. And that's what that's about. So when you make all the jokes about these different beliefs and religions, like, man, I don't not, I don't open the door when they not, it ain't for you. They're doing this for their salvation. So Mm -hmm. they think they're trying Mm -hmm. to earn or getting good graces. If you will, Mm -hmm. this is not what I think. This is what I know. Like one thing I will say, like a lot of times C no C and I know different, I can bylaws of different religions on why people do certain things. Mm-hmm. And this right here is like, like you said, you can't work your way into heaven. And a lot you of cannot. times, a lot of these other religions, um, they're trying to work their way in. So you can right. talk about them, slam the door in their face. Mm-hmm. And it's not just one group. It's a few groups mm-hmm. that do this. It's mm-hmm. not for you in the first place. They don't care. Right. 
Right. And, and you know, not to shame anybody. We, we're we're right. not about that. That's you know, this is a Bible study. This is what the Bible is talking about. But the Bible, reading the Bible without having an understanding of who Jesus is, is just reading a book. But mm-hmm. when you've accepted Jesus and called him your Lord and Savior, this word, this word comes to life to you. And as you've seen in so many of our Bible studies, you know, we'll start one way and go somewhere else or whatever because the word is alive. It's speaking. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to mm-hmm. continue to allow, allow him to speak. Next, we will be going to 2 Timothy uh, 2.22. Give me a second uh, as I travel there. You have some good definitions that you left off, brother. I just wanted to say it. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'm going to read this one. And I'll go back to one. I thank you for reminding mm-hmm. me on that, brother. Mm-hmm. All right, Second Corinth, uh, Second Timothy 2.22. Mr. Oh, Davis. yeah. <laughs> you, said, you said I'm going to read it. I'm like, okay, so I guess he read this. My I was talking about those <laughs> definitions I left off. Okay, there we go. Now flee from you <laughs> now flee from youthful lust and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Right. You want now, to keep once going? again. Okay. No, no, that's it. Uh so flee from youthful lust and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. You're yep. seeing a, a a theme here, right? Having a pure heart, accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and then Pursuing God that way. Other words, like I said earlier, your right standing or your position with God is not going to change unless you deny him as Lord and Savior or reject him or become, as they call, apostate. But the other position, your works and all that are important. That's why I say flee from you for lust and pursue righteousness. Flee from uh, what we would call it just foolishness, man. You know, yeah, uh, out here yeah. running around with women, around here uh, living a foul life or whatever. Flee that stuff. And pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace with those who call on the Lord. These things should follow people that love Jesus. Faith, love, and peace. We shall be known by those things. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead, bro. No, um, you you own it. I I will say in trying to in taking the way of escape Mm -hmm. and understanding that it says flee from youthful lust, that if you fall into these things. You're still in right standing because one thing that C says, and I always want to put this out there. So if somebody tunes in at right at that moment, you guys yeah. understand he's still seeing you through the blood as yes. long as you repent. You know yes. what I mean? These are things that he's saying do so that you can stay in right standing. Because honestly, if you pursue the useful lust and you don't have faith, love and peace or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. then your your life becomes turmoil. You know, you're in turmoil and you're you're living a carnal. You're, you're a carnal Christian. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying, a part-time Christian, which is an oxymoron, honestly. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but that that's what that's what that is. All right, we'll be going to Acts 10, 34 through 35, I said. Acts, the book of Acts, the Acts of the Apostles, 10, yes. uh, 34 through 35. 34 and 35, yes, sir. Give me a second as I travel. I'll give you the next scripture, brother, so you're not trying. You can just go to him. I got you covered. All right. 34 and 35. Yes, sir. Opening his mouth, Peter said, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality, but in every nation, the one who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. 34 and 35. Yep. Uh, Read it one more time, brother. All right. 
Opening his mouth, Peter said, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality, but in every nation, the one who fears him and does what is right is acceptable to him. Right. So in other translations, that what is right is righteous. So that's, in other words, does what is righteous is acceptable to him. So there's, there's multiple meanings of righteous, but one, like I said, the right standing, your placement within the kingdom, and then righteous, your you doing what's right, <laughs> doing the what's right all the time. And like it says, he certainly understands now that God does not show partiality, but in every nation, the one who fears him and does right is acceptable to him. So he's saying he don't show partiality, but to those who do right, they good. Right. You dig what I'm saying? But right. to those who are not doing right, ain't no partiality. If you get what I'm saying, read between the lines there. Other words, do right, my guy. Uh, right. We will be going to 1 Corinthians 15 and 34 next. I know you said no, 33, 33 and 34. 30. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. Being hard-headed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a habit. All of it. I, Being hard-headed I, I, and, go, and trying to do good. Both of them. They both <laughs> exist at the same time. <laughs> All right, at bro. At the same time. All right, brother. <laughs> um. <laughs> Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Mm -hmm. Sober up morally and stop <laughs> sinning. For some have no knowledge of God. I say this to your to your shame. I will read that again. Forgive uh -huh. me for laughing, folks. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. Absolutely. Sober up morally and stop sinning. For some have knowledge of God. I say this to shame to your shame. Right. What he's saying here is that he's explaining to people, yo. Who you hang around will affect you. And I know this is a, this is a, a Bible study on understanding righteousness. Well, part of righteousness, like I said, is doing the work, working out, living right for him. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, it's hard to live right for him. If everybody around you is not living right for him. And if right. you have, you know, 45, no, I ain't gonna say 45 people. There's a lot of people have 45 Facebook friends, but in real life, they may have five, six right. or whatever. Right. And you got your friend group, five or six of y'all. And all they do is go out and club, drink, and badmouth everybody. What you going to do? Go out and club, drink, and what I mean badmouth, gossip about gossip about everybody. Yep. That's, what they, about that's what you're going to end up doing, right, mm -hmm. because bad company corrupt good morals. So you may have been a morally good person before dealing with these people, but if you're around them all the time, that's going to mess up your righteous walk, the way you walk righteously. It's going to mess it up. So this is what uh, uh, Paul is saying to them. Sober up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Put, that push, push that glass back, fam. No, he's not saying it, but did it say don't never drink? Just for the people that get mad. Telling me I can't drink. Hey, you want to tip your glass, that's on you. You know, that's on you. <laughs> I thought of something else, but that's on you. But right. what it says, sober up morally and stop sinning, right? Yeah. For some yeah. have no knowledge of God. I say this to your shame. Right. So if the ones around you have no knowledge of God and they know, you know, have a knowledge of God, if you're uh, what's the word I'm trying to say, joining them in everything they do, then you know what they're going to think. Oh, it's all right for me to be with God and do that. Mm -hmm. God is cool with that. Oh, yeah, I'm going to mess with God because I can get still get to do this, 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 this and this. And, yeah, there's no literal law that tells you you can't do this, this and this. But the more you get close to him and fall in love with him. He'll start cutting things that you didn't think was going to be cut because 
you love them. Just like when you're in a relationship with somebody, Rob with his wife and me and my wife, it's some stuff you do when you're not in a relationship with somebody. But then when you get in a relationship with somebody, it's things that you used to love to do that you may just chill out on because you know she don't love it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, now, right. if you just a stubborn one word, <laughs> hold on, fam. You may stay with it. You may not. But if you don't never cut anything, and both people that come to a relationship end up cutting things, right? Yeah. Whether it's friends. You know, some people end up cutting out some family members that's just wild and ratchet or got a bad, you know, got a uh, gossipy mouth or whatever it may be. But when you're in a relationship with somebody, you end up cutting things. So that's kind of what this is talking about. Bad company corrupts good morals. Sober up, you know, morally, and stop sinning. One way to stop sinning, get some sinful people from around you for a while. Now, living the life of a Christian, you're going to be around sinful folks. And you're supposed to affect them positively. But don't allow them to affect you negatively, right? Because you got too many around you, you ain't got no kingdom people around you to help build you up. So that's what he's getting up with. Getting that with that. Getting that with that. Now, I'm going to go back and uh, while we're here, I'm going to read a few of these uh, definitions that I kind of I had skipped over because I was trying to keep it moving. But we're going to take our time with this here. Yeah, take there you go. Here. Take our time. So another definition of righteousness is purity of heart and no you said you read that one my bad apply uh then it said apply to god the perfection or holiness of his nature exact rectitude and faithfulness the active and passive obedience of christ uh by which uh by which the law of god is fulfilled uh, reference to Daniel 9, justice, equity between man and man, Luke 1, the case for our justification and the Lord's righteousness. The Lord is our righteousness. Other words, so our relationship with the Lord is our righteousness. Know yeah. what I mean? What you say, well, for y'all, for you deep scholars, Jehovah Jesikinu, the Lord, our righteousness. Well, that, is his, that is his, that is, yeah. Jesikinu, that boy, uh, emphasize the T, emphasize the T head. Hey, anyway, man, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm going to chill out tonight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the next one we're getting into is growing in righteousness. Go ahead, bro. Mm-hmm. No, no. Um, you got to. Uh, we on, The more we practice righteousness <laughs> and pursue it, the greater our righteousness up, will be as the Bible verses, as the Bible verses show. And the Bible verses, the scripture we'll be going to is uh, Matthew 5 and 6, Romans 6 and 16, as well as 18 and 2 Corinthians 9 and 10. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into the word. Yeah. So this is Matthew five and what was that, Rock? Matthew five and six. Matthew blessed five are, and six. Go ahead. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. Read that one more time, brother. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness; they will be satisfied. Mm. So this is talking about uh, the form of righteousness with living out holy, basically holy, thirsting. Hunger and thirst of being holy, a living holy, living a holy set apart life. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for that, for they will be satisfied or they will be filled if you're hearing other translations. Other words, we're supposed to always be hungry for living right, doing right, operating right. You know what I'm saying? Operating in the right way. You know, we're supposed to always be moving like that. And the guy said, and the word says, red letter, the, that means the Lord. Jesus said that we will be blessed for hungering after that and that we will be filled. These things will happen if we keep going after him. 
you know, there's scriptures that say uh, for us not to grow weary in well-doing. Right. Right. So and a lot of times it's easy to grow weary because sometimes you well, sometimes the heart of your well doing may not be placed in the right place. In other words, I'm doing well to receive this from God. Right. But Mm -hmm. you ain't supposed to do well for this. You supposed to do well because you love God, because Mm -hmm. you love Jesus. And our expression of our love is like, okay, I'm going to do good things. I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to bless. I'm going to sow in people. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to open the doors for people that may need to open. I'm going to love my enemies. All these type things we're supposed to do. But we're not supposed to do these things in the mindset that, okay, I do this and I'll receive a bigger blessing for God. We will be blessed, but we don't do it to be blessed. Go ahead, bro. Right, right. Now, I would say one of the biggest things when you say I'm going to love my enemies, you know how you can tell you truly walking in love when you can have a whole conversation with someone or you can be around a person and they have no idea that you don't fool with them. You know mm. what I mean? They mm. like say that again, they have bro. no they have no idea you don't fool with them because you understand I got to walk in love in order to deal with you. And mm-hmm. to go back to the back, you know, um, being around, you know, bad company, corrupt, good morals. Yeah, you do have to watch. Because whatever the atmosphere is doing, that's what you intend to do. Because although we are striving for righteousness, you got to understand, we're still in the flesh. And we got to choose to crucify the flesh. And it's easy to fall into it. So, you know, it's very, very easy to fall into the flesh thing. That's why it's so important to pursue righteousness and everything um, everything is going with it. But you don't have to pursue it by yourself. Because if you read all these scriptures, like, greater is he that is in, in us than those who don't have them. You know what I mean? Like we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And we're not getting to these scriptures, but these are the scriptures that I want to encourage y'all that, yeah, we're striving for perfection, but we won't reach perfection until we reach glory. Just remember that. Amen. All right. We are on to Romans 6, uh, 16. All right. Do you not know that the one to whom you present yourselves as slaves for obedience, you are slaves of that same one whom you obey either of sin resulting in death or of obedience resulting in righteousness. Mm, one more time, my brother. One yeah. more time. That's Do you it. not know that the one to whom you present yourselves as slaves for obedience, you are slaves of the same one whom you obey, either mm-hmm. of sin resulting in death mm-hmm. or of obedience resulting in righteousness? I've always held this scripture up. There's a, a King James version, whoever you submit your members to, it says it kind of that way. And I always held this verse up for dealing with porn or some sexual stronghold. Whatever you mm-hmm. present your members to, you will become a slave to it. You know what I mean? And I don't want to be a slave to anything but to the righteousness of God. And But this is good for to recognize what we need to do, man. Like, yo, don't present yourself as a slave to anything other than righteousness. Don't right. be, you know, cause, because the the result of any sin is what death. It's saying right yeah. there, either yeah. either of sin resulting in death. But if you make you make yourself a slave to obedience, even getting it wrong, like I encourage anybody. You know, you ever heard this? And you know, we're gonna get into this a little later in this. The the term holier than thou. You know, a lot of people right. say that. You know, they try to be holy and thou. He think he better than everybody. She think they better than everybody. Look, I can respect somebody trying hard to be right. More than somebody is just super lax and don't care about nothing. Because sometimes you try and be right, you can get overzealous, you can do the most. But, bro, at least you trying, my guy. You know what I mean? The problem yeah. is when you get to trying too hard and you try to tell everybody to do what you've been convicted to do. But that's for later on in this uh, podcast. 
But yeah, so you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna read this one more time. Do not do you not know that the one whom you present yourselves as slaves for obedience present yourselves as slaves for obedience, you are and uh you are you are slaves of that same of that same whom you obey, either sin resulting in death or obedience. So it's saying who you obey. If you obey sin, I use the example of of uh smoking cigarettes. I'm not saying you're going to hell, whatever. I'm just using it for example. So you smokers don't get mad at me. You know, puff on. <laughs> Let the Lord lead you. But I'm just saying, if you obey that, you obey that tug from that nicotine all the time, you will become a slave to it. You will never be free from being a slave to it till you disobey that tug, you know, because the tug will be like, smoke me, smoke me, smoke me, smoke me, until you say, no, I ain't smoking today. And you may be able to just get free one day. And you're good that day, and tomorrow you smoke. But you'd be like, okay, I did one, now let's do two. And as you continue to resist that, you know, the Bible say, uh, other scriptures, submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee he'll from flee. you. So as you com com commit to resist and resist, you'll be able to be free from something like that, and then you can be a slave to obedience more so than a slave to disobedience. So, And all of it results in righteousness if you're doing things in obedience. You know what I mean? Go ahead, bro. No, no, you, you, you own it. It's like you said, whatever you pre present your members to. And mm -hmm. some people don't want to hear that word slave. You know, we, sometimes we like to get deep because of the word slave. Like I got to be a slave to Jesus. Right. Not, right but right. what we're saying is totally submitted, totally submitted on what it is you should be doing. Um, mm -hmm. when it comes to submitted to your sin, it's very, again, it's very easy to have a, a, a stronghold, if you will, or mm -hmm. a habitual sin that mm -hmm. is saying the wages of sin is death. No matter how good it feels, no matter how I make you, because we've all been there, but right. it's saying it to you is resulting in death. Like mm -hmm. no matter how you look at it. So de spiritual death. And in some cases mess around and find yourself, you know, physically dead. And then Absolutely. you don't have a chance to, you don't have a chance for repentance. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, Hey, become a slave to righteousness. <laughs> like Rob said, I know we hate the word. Oh man, I'm supposed to go back. Hold on. Uh, my bad. Because there's another one in Romans. Reading Romans. Now there's another one in Romans we were supposed to touch on. Uh, verse 18. Let me go back to Romans. My bad. Uh, six. Mm. Yeah, in 18. There you go. All right, go ahead, brother. And it says, and after being free from sin, you became slaves to righteousness, which yeah. is basically going back to what we said. Right. What up, uh, uh, Integ? Appreciate you sliding Integ, through. What's going on? My brother. But yeah, man. Hey, so it's important for us to be slaves to righteousness. Like Rob was saying and I was saying, we've been saying in his Bible study. Don't get over hung up over the word slave. You know, in those biblical times, it was very common. And it wasn't just black people. It was all kind of people that were slaves back then. A lot right. of times if you was in debt to somebody and you ain't had the money, then you became a slave till mm -hmm. you paid the debt off. You know, debt off. that was Israelites, uh, no lights, <laughs> yeah. Hittites, all them ites. You, you could yeah. be a slave. That was just the times of the day. Anyway, hey, scroll, man. scroll back down for me. Um, See, back to go 16. Go back up, you mean? Yeah, yeah go uh, back up I got you. to... Um, I'm trying to see something. There you go. So if you don't mind, I want to go all the way through from 16 and 18 because we left Let's out 17. Go so ahead. do you know that the one to whom you present yourself as slaves for obedience, you are slaves of that one whom you obey, either of sin resulting in death 
mm-hmm. or obedience resulting in righteousness. But thanks be to God that though we were you were slaves of sin, you became obedient from the heart to that from a teaching of which you were entrusted. And this the reason I wanted to read that part and then going over to 18 and after being free from sin, you became slaves to righteousness. Yeah, that part about entrusted. This goes back to when I was telling you guys, you're not going to be perfect. But when you fall, right. God is seeing you through the blood of Jesus. We said that a little earlier and I wanted it's I wanted to put that on there. But thanks be to yeah. God. Like you don't have to be a slave to sin because thanks mm-hmm. be to God. He gave us Jesus. And that's how he sees us if we've accepted him as our personal Lord and Savior. I mean, how wonderful is the blood of Jesus, man? Like, we talked about it earlier, how, you know, uh, the way God sees you, we in right standing. That's another form of righteousness, our position within the kingdom, man. Like, because of that, we have the great ability to repent and get back right. to the right back, right back into that place that we was with God and with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? We could be... Uh, lost without a father, without a savior, but because of Jesus, we do, we are, ha- we have the ability to get back. That is the greatest gift God gave us, repentance, man. And if you haven't repent, man, look, bro, I repent every day, every day. You, tell you know me, what I mean? Bro. Sometimes multiple times a day because, yeah. listen, we sin so much. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not always what we do. Sometimes our thoughts are sinning. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes yeah. our own, our walk, like literal walk is sinning. You know what I'm saying? And let me give you an example. If you and I take a male example, you can call someone else to stumble. You know, like Paul said, something meat make somebody stumble. Don't eat the meat. You know what I'm saying? You come out there, buff, buff body Bob one day, you know what I mean? And just gun show all day. You know what I'm saying? And you like, man, I'm feeling good. I'm encouraged by myself. But if you know that's making somebody stumble, man, put the guns up. Know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you can't look at it and be like, man, you got to get your flesh to get. No, sometimes. Sometimes we got to have mercy on other people that may not be as strong. If you know, and I'm speaking to males, I'm not even talking to women right now. Women have their own things. They got to get straight. But as for males, you know, that's how sometimes we can make women stumble. What they <laughs> what they call them shorts, the dudes, hoochie daddy shorts. You know? <laughs> I don't know nothing about that, bro. <laughs> Chris told me something about that the other day. When dudes be wearing super short shorts, they call them hoochie daddy shorts. But Get some longer shorts, my guy. Just and so be deep about that. Just get some longer nah, shorts. No, nah, and, and and for the folks who and and, and see, I always do this because I know some people listen don't understand. Like, dang, you can't you can't wear a beater. You can't. You look can good. wear. Yeah, yes. you can look good. You can wear a beater, but if you know you're going somewhere where you can make someone stumble, stumble yeah. depending on your yeah. event, depending on what, it, like, then like. Fix yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, is it is it on that person? Yeah, it is on them to control Absolutely. their flesh. But at the same time, you don't want to be a stumbling block. If you know you're going somewhere and somebody already looking at you googly eyed and you mm-hmm. I'm going to put this on because whatever the case may be, man. So. And we yeah, it, go here. It, it, I'm just saying it's a fine line because, you yeah. know, it's a it's a fine line. It's definitely a fine line. And we're not stupid. Right. If you if you grown and you live the whole life, you know when somebody looking at you. You know when somebody feeling you. You ain't, you ain't, you know, it, now I know it's a lot of uh, dingy people in the world. <laughs> I get it. Everybody ain't dingy, man. You know when somebody feeling you, right? And what we have to be careful of as married people, right? You work in places where uh, me and Rob are married, man, we work in places where there's women, right? 
as mayor as married women, they work in places where there's men. You know how people end up in adultery? Feeding those little things, right? Feeding those little things when you know the heat is on you. And you know that person, whoever it is, when somebody like you, a lot of times you ain't shocked. Let's keep it real. You know what I mean? If you hear from somebody else, you know that, you know she feeling you. You ain't shocked. You know. You know what I mean? So what you do when you know somebody's feeling you? You going to feed them that? You going to keep feeding them? Every time they come speak, you going to talk extra 10 minutes, but you know they feeling you because you like the attention? You end up in trouble. You got to be careful, man. We can't do that. You know what I mean? That's We're believers. That's what believers do. And I know we're human people. As human people, a lot of us ain't stupid. A lot of us lived a worldly life before we got into this kingdom walk. So in that word life, you know somebody, uh, what's the other word? Uh, you know when somebody choosing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Quit, quit faking. We know when somebody choosing. Don't, if you're a believer, don't lean into that. Don't lean into that. Avoid sin. Avoid evil because the end of it, as we was talking earlier, the end of it is death. The end of sin is death. And sometimes it's not literal physical death. Sometimes it's spiritual death. Some of the deaths may be a death to a marriage. And you gave gave you water the seed that you saw. Kept watering seed. Now all of a sudden it sprouted yeah. up and it killed your marriage. So when you see those seeds, be like, yo, man, hey, hey, you gotta cut them conversations short with somebody like that. Move somewhere else. Hey, and if it's that drastic, get another job. I'm just saying. Yeah, anyway, a lot of ahead, yeah. No, nah, you just you just talking on you talking on some real talk that some people just ain't gonna get, brother. So it's all right. Yeah, it's all good. Um and <laughs> this goes back right. Um but it goes back to the Christian walk on certain things that mm-hmm. we're allowed to do in a, in a standard that holiness is being the standard yes. and holiness is set apart. And it's a lot of times in this Christian walk, you got to be set apart. And a mm-hmm. lot of people going to tell you, well, it ain't that serious. Right. Well, but it is, you know what it I is. mean? Because I've been on both sides of the spectrum of falling to something like that. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> that that's just, that's just what happens. You entertain it, you fall. And right. there, there you go. You know what mm-hmm. I mean, Miss Wine to say, or looking at you like uh, you left the house with that on. <laughs> exactly, sis. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, bro. So, uh, Corin- uh, we're gonna move into Second Corinthians nine and ten. I got it just on ten. My bad, bro. Let me get up to nine. Second Corinthians. No, nah, that's yeah. Yeah, it, it just nine, says verse after 10. it is written. Yeah, here yeah. we go. What's wrong with your mouse over there, brother? We just going to do 10? We, we doing 9? It was chapter you? 9, verse 10. I was. Is that what it was? Oh, yeah, you, okay, you confused me. It's on me. Now he, <laughs> now he who supplies seed to the sower and the bread for food will supply a multi- and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. Hmm. Now, ain't that interesting? Now, this is talking about money a lot of times. See, now, a lot of times they uh, people take this scripture and related with money, you know, he who supplies, he is capitalized too. He, that means God who supplies right. seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness, which means he supplies the increase, right? But what you're supposed to do with that, and then it multiplies your seed, and then he'll multiply your seed for more sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. What is righteousness? One, the position you're in, right standing, and also you walking out living right, you know what I'm saying, or living holy. So this is not just money, though. You know, seed is not always money. Sometimes 
the seed that he's supplying is more love, right? Mm -hmm. The love of God, more mm -hmm. love. And a lot of people, we need that in these days. You know, I, I uh, driving, I see people fly by me sometimes. Sometimes I'm driving the speed limit. Somebody fly by me and throw a finger sign. You know what I'm saying? Without the love walk, especially in my new whip, I can go catch them. Easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But because of love, right? Because of love, though, I, I multiply the seed of love, right? But right. this can go in the reverse. That, that he could be a lowercase he, Satan, could supply you more opportunities to yeah. sow more evil and the, the, uh, destruction. Yeah. And you can see have that same situation and be like, you know what? He got me messed up. I'm going to pull yeah. up on him. Yeah. And then that day could be the last day of your life because folks crazy. Yeah. Go or ahead, you bro. can be on the phone and somebody stop you from doing something stupid. <laughs> that too. That too. <laughs> no, I'm saying, no, no. I mean, we know about my road aggravation and that happened to me. <laughs> and I called him. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 and Nikki was like, what is you doing? You know right. what I'm saying? So, right. yeah. Um, yeah, I was tripping, brother. But. Took the way of escape. <laughs> hey. My, I, I'm just saying we talked about I, I know I'm joking about it, but this is just mm -hmm. the everyday life of when you have to repent about st certain stuff like that. You right. know what I mean? Go going off on folks because for whatever the reason may be, either mm -hmm. the disrespect or whatever. They can, well, ain't nobody going to disrespect me. Yeah, but it's also a way that you have to carry yourself mm -hmm. so, and you you got to repent for it. And yeah, that's one of those things. You always have to repent for it, man. But like this thing is talking about, I mean, this thing, this scripture is talking about he supplied, who's now he, which is God, supplied seed to the sword and bread for food. Bread for food would be an example of giving you food to eat, right? Right. Will supply and multiply your seed, money in this case, or whatever it may be for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. Also, 11, you will be enriched in everything for all liber liberality. Liberal is another word for freedom. Uh, yep. which which through us is producing thanksgiving to God. So all these things will produce you to look at God and say, thank you, Jesus, right? Yeah. But in the negative sense, Rob can look to God and say, thank you, Jesus. I did not go that way when you right. walk somebody down. Or in other, word, uh, other ways, whatever it may be in life, it could be a coworker or whatever, and you see this opportunity, and then the enemy come try to supply a seed, a negative seed, yeah. and then you take the bait. And then you water that junk. And then it grow. And it get bigger. Next thing you know, you slap somebody. Literally. <laughs> yep, <laughs> we got to yep. be careful of that. You know what I mean? Got to be careful of that. Uh, go ahead, bro. No, no. You you just on, you on point as far as um, supplying needs. And listen, I, I, God supplying a person's need and them being righteous, sometimes a mm -hmm. peace of mind is way more than any amount of money that somebody <gasps> can have. Brother. So when you read these scriptures, yeah. like having a peace of mind, having – just a, just peace, period. Not, you know, just yeah. we're like, man, I'm at perfect peace. Nothing mm -hmm. is bothering me. Like, those are things that God to supply your needs. But we get so caught up in the materialistic so many times that we miss the spiritual relationship that we have with the Lord on right. him supplying our needs of a better understanding of his mm -hmm. word. Him Jesus. supplying our needs of, of, of a greater faith walk. Him supplying yeah. our needs of, you know what I'm saying, um, our, our, prayer, our prayer language. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. Man. It's just so many things that God can supply our needs. And a lot of times people frown on these scriptures mm -hmm. because you do hear them when it, money is not a bad word, and, you know, because it's not associated with money. Money right. is not a bad word. But the thing is, we 
get blessed by God and we can give him glory, but it says producing Thanksgiving. It's not mm-hmm. God bless you so you can throw it in the next man or woman's face right. or, or, or stun on them about right. how good, you know what I mean? Give Thanksgiving to God and then use those things that he supplied right. to help increase, you know, like sowing increase the harvest, like sowing seeds. Mm-hmm. Only way, only way your seed can grow if you sow it. If you right. just hold your seed and you never put it in the ground and sow it and water it and, and it's never going to grow and you're going to be stuck in that in that point and never move. Yeah. Like no type of growth. Yeah. You know, there's there's some things within our uh, culture as black people. If you're not black, then I understand. But I'm saying some there's some things in black culture that we have been like, like ingrained in our culture. Right. When you get something, you stun on. them. You know what I mean? You make mm-hmm. Rob mentioned that, you know, and another way a fruit of righteousness is like, OK, yo, you can't do that. It's nothing wrong with having something nice right it's nothing right. wrong with you having the best of something but also we think about our lord and savior the bible say he was nothing to look at now he died for our sins and the bible say it didn't say he came in with gold and you know what i'm saying the the, the, the dopest and all that the bible's described him as lowly and nothing to look at so listen and i with me saying that i'm not saying that good things are bad what i'm saying is good things having you is bad and also g- right. good things putting it in somebody's face. You know what right. I'm saying? Like uh I've mentioned a few times I got a new car recently and I put in their face, yeah, you know, top shelf. You know what I mean? And just making little dumb things like that. High level luxury. Rob say that as a joke. You know what I'm saying? High level right. this. Flex. You know what I'm saying? Clean like this. Ah, oh, I watched it the fifth time this week. Yeah, I gotta get more armor. All that. Flexing on them, right? Making someone that don't have that feel less than. That's not right. godly. That is of right. the devil, right? And like I say, we have some ingrained culture as people, not just black people, but people that's been impoverished, that when you get up, oh, the world going to know I'm up. You dig right. what I'm saying? Right. Everybody going to know I'm up. Everybody that hate on me, I'm going to let them know I'm up right now. We can't do that. You know what I'm saying? When you get up, you should just be like, you should be the same person when you get up that when you was down. And what I mean by that, if you was humble when you was down, you should be humble when you up. Like somebody should be like, like you should be able to pull up. You should be been the got up and pull up on somebody and they'd be shocked you got it. Because you never carried your way like you got this. You know what I'm saying? They may, somebody should look at your wrist and be like, oh, you got a roll it? Because you ain't never told the word you got a roll it. But you got a roll it. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got a stunt on folks. You know what I'm saying? And I know that it's ingrained in black and impoverished. Not just black, but uh uh Low income culture is that when you get something, you stunt. Because look, who was the rich people in the hood? Drug dealers, basketball players that made their money and come back to the hood. So they come back with something. You remember D's? They used to put on cars. Right. They come back with the gold D's. You know, right. they come back with a tricked out car. They come back back in the day when me and Rob was growing up, spinners or whatever, you know, or, uh, spree wells. They come back with all that type stuff. They don't come back humble, right? They also are people to get robbed. That's another reason to try to, hey, be chill, bro. Nothing wrong with looking good, man, but you ain't got to be loud out here. Let me say it like that. that, that right. That's my thing. And that, I don't think that's just a personal thing. I think from a biblical aspect, you know, anything you do to to puff you up and put you somebody else down, that's not right. You know I mean? Right. And that, yeah, that's 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 key right there. And yeah. that ain't Thanksgiving either. You know what I mean? That's bragging. Yeah, Thanksgiving is to God. You know, Thanksgiving is giving praise to God for what he's done. You know, like 
you know it's nobody but him. You know, uh, just an example, someone that never had a house before and all of a sudden you the first one to get a house, there ain't nothing to stun about because you know it ain't nothing but the grace of God that did that. It's not you. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's not just your right. works. It's him done a miraculous thing. Or the easiest thing is where you know it's only Thanksgiving, it's only God, is somebody getting healed because you know you can't do it. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. When somebody, you know, or for, for my brother Rob case, had cancer, now there's no cancer. Okay, right. we can say chemo, we can say this and all that, but without the healing power of God, none of that works. Amen. It just helps yeah. temporarily. See, when, when with something is just man-made, it's only for a season. When it's God, it's gone forever. Ain't no right. remission. Ain't no creeping back. It's gone forever with God because he don't halfway do nothing. You know what I mean? Anyway, go ahead, brother. No, we can move on. on that one. But, yeah, man, I think uh, we'll, the next one we're going to get into uh, next time we meet because it's getting late of time, we will get to – the results of walking in righteousness. I'm gonna read this byline or whatever the uh, this sentence about it, but we'll get into it on the next Bible study in a couple of weeks. But these Bible verses show the tremendous outcome that we experience when we pursue righteousness, the benefits for now and eternity. That's what we're gonna get into. Understanding the results of walking in righteousness. There are some fruits and results for you continuously walking in righteousness as a believer. It's very important as a believer. <laughs> I'm just pointing out that part as a believer. Go ahead, bro. You got something before we uh get out a little early, but right, I don't right. want to over push this brother, you know? No, no, not over pushing. I just want to encourage everybody. Um, Cause there's some stuff that we talked about that sometimes can be a little back and forth. Yeah. Listen, if you follow me on any social media, yes. From where I came from, yes, I do. I, I dress up. I'll take my little selfies. Yes, I do have a nice car, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But what you never see me do is stun on the next person or front on it. I am truly, C brings up these things. We talked about this in the Bible study. Yes, I have a big house now, but C brought it to my attention, and I praise God for it. You know what I was doing before that, though? Letting people live with me. Mm-hmm. Being thankful, being grateful, mm-hmm. being righteous, opening up my home like the, like the Bible talks about. And then in the end, there was a blessing given. So I sowed Absolutely. seed and the harvest ended up being me and my family have a house now with, mm-hmm. with, with, with multiple rooms in it where we're not trying to keep up with the Joneses, so to speak. We can right. actually afford what it is that we're doing. Yeah. So I just want to encourage anybody like. The wages of sin, yes, is death. Are we going to fall short? Yes, we are. But praise God for the blood of Jesus. Absolutely. And if you haven't accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. this is your opportunity to do so now. Amen. Look, I'm not perfect. If you know me, if you know me outside of this podcast, you've probably mm-hmm. heard some stuff. You've probably seen some stuff. I've probably done something unintentionally to you. And for that, I apologize. But and what I'm saying is, again. <laughs> right, I'm not, I'm not perfect, but I know right. someone who is. I serve Amen. a perfect God. Amen. And he gave his son Jesus so that we may have everlasting life so that we Absolutely. can repent and we can go boldly to the throne, but yeah. humbly. And if yeah. you want to know Christ is your personal Lord and Savior, all you have to do is say, Lord, I'm a sinner and I yeah. need a savior. Yeah. I believe that just you gave your son Jesus on the cross and that he died and rose on the third day so that I may have yeah. everlasting life. Lord, I repent. I accept Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. Come into yes. my heart in Jesus mighty and precious name. Amen. Yeah. Listen, you may hear the sinner's prayer every any and other type of way. 
as long as you can profess, confess mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. Jesus is Lord and mm -hmm. that you believe that he died for your sins and you're saying, forgive me, come into my heart. I believe. Yeah. Then welcome to the kingdom. Yeah. That righteousness that C talked about at the beginning of this. This is what it means. This is for believers. So a lot of times mm -hmm. when you look at these Bible studies that we're, that we're um, teaching on, that the Holy Spirit has given C or myself, understand yeah. that we're coming from a Christian standpoint of believers. Yeah. Now, certain topics we talk about goes for anybody. Mm -hmm. But when it's all said and done, it's under the umbrella of the blood of Jesus. And that's the one thing Amen. that we want you to understand. So when we're talking righteousness, this is not a holier than thou. And we didn't get into that. And I'm sorry, C. Right. Um, That's all good. Um, we didn't get into that. C don't feel like he holier than thou. I don't feel mm -hmm. like I'm holier than thou. What we understand is we got different convictions. Yeah. And until the Holy Spirit comes and convicts you on mm -hmm. what's what, if he, he mentioned cigarettes, some people drink, you know what I mean? Um, some people have vices mm -hmm. that only the Lord can take it away. That don't make you less yeah. than you're right. still, you're still righteous in God's eyesight. If you said that sinner's prayer, or mm -hmm. if you are a believer, repent. That's all yeah. it takes. It's the enemy yeah. telling you you can't. Go ahead, C. Nah, man, I agree with everything you said. It is uh, it it is vital. One, if you if you prayed that with Rob when he led you in the sinner's prayer, find you a church home. Please do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Get involved and learn of the Lord. Get you a Bible. Get you a Bible and read it. You know, ask the Holy Spirit if you if you prayed that prayer with my brother. You are welcome to the kingdom of God, like we said, welcome to the family, and you have a Holy Spirit living in you. Ask him to lead you on what to read and yeah. learn of him, learn of the word, learn of your uh, of God, and get in the church and get busy, right? And what I mean by get busy, if they need you to do anything, hey, uh, <clears throat> we're cleaning the parking lot, volunteer. Be around people of like-minded faith. It helps you to yeah. grow. It helps yeah. you to understand God in a in a, a great way. Uh, we are so grateful for anyone who watches us on any show we do, but especially for this Bible study. Uh, it's not easy for ne either one of us to do this, although I believe both of us have a very strong call to preach. It's not easy because, you know, we most people that have a call to preach don't particularly want to. <laughs> you know what I mean? But they, they, want, they want to in the sense of, yeah, when it's time to do it, it comes. But when it's not, it's like, yo, you know, maybe we shouldn't do this. You know, you be kind of it, you know, uh, unsure about it. You know? But we are so grateful for anyone who watches because we feel like we are the least of these when it comes to any any type of uh, great man of God. But God just given us a mission to do this, you know, with these Bible studies and stuff like that. And we pray that you're getting something from this. And we're not stopping. We're going to go further and deeper and deeper into God's yeah. word and wherever he takes us. Uh, so with that being said, we thank y'all. We'll be back tomorrow night at 6 p.m. with the sports show. And, uh, hey, tune in, man. We're going to have a good one, a lot of good things to talk about. And yeah. we will continue with a part two of this, understanding righteousness in uh, the week after next. So, <clears throat> excuse me, brother. I got a little phlegm. With that being said, I'm C. Micah. I'm Robert Dean. We see y'all tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Thank y'all for being here. Yeah. Take, light, 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 take, light